0: We're open. We're closed. We're open. No, we're closed. Done. Closed. No, we're just closed. (laughs) Oh, goodness. It's Friday, June 10th, 2022. And yes, I am Steven Sersky. Uh, You're um, one of your sources for what's going on in Beijing, China. Not a very good source. I'm not going to lie. And the reason why, there's, there's a couple of, one big reason why I'm not a main source of anything that's going on in Beijing is because as much as I look at the news headlines and I look through some of the the articles, I don't read a lot of the news as it pertains to China. I have noticed in all my years living here, and that's going back almost a decade, I feel better when I don't read the news, okay, (laughs) because Uh, if I read the Chinese news, uh, not that I understand very much of it. If I read the, like the Global Times, which is, you hear that, that name and it's like, oh, that. Mm, right. Um, that's always happy. It's always good stuff. I mean, the, the country and the people are just forging ahead with the utmost certainty of the results. And it's like, we as a people. And then you read the Western sort of, uh, news articles of, of, uh, of the country. And it's, it's just, I don't know if I've ever seen a positive article about China. Let's just put it that way. Um, all that being said and done, these, uh, so Beijing was open for about two and a half days and it's closed again. Uh, and not entirely, I don't know exactly what's happened here, wherein. Uh some places are closed, some places are open. I don't know. I've lost track. Honestly, I don't know. All I know is that Starbucks is closing again. Uh plan B, the the bar that's uh, near my place, closing again. Um there are the NAT tests are still going on. That that's hasn't changed at all. Um I was able to get into April Gourmet today because I had the uh, the requisite NAT test within 3 days, so that's good. But uh yeah, it's just I, I don't know what to, WTF, <laughs> that's basically what my take is on the situation, is like, I thought we had this beat, and I'm seeing this uh, headline here about Sh- Shanghai locking down again, uh, a city of 24 million people, six cases, and they shut down a district, it was like, oh, I don't know, yeah, okay, I don't know, um, The these are historical times, I'm not going to lie, we will look back at this. You will listen back to this. You, in five, in three, five, six years, ten—not year, ten years. Ten years is too long. But five years, even three years, you're gonna message me. You're gonna be like, "Hey, Steve, remember when?" I'm like, yeah, those are crazy times, weren't they? Now, think ahead. Three years. Where are you gonna be? You still gonna be in Beijing? Still gonna be in China? you still going to be in Asia? Or are you going to be somewhere else? Are you still going to be in the ESL world? I mean, these are questions that, you know, I do, of course, I've been asking myself for a while. I'm sure a lot of expats have, have especially ESL um, individuals. Uh, but in, in to, to look at this another way and go, in three years, after hearing this, after seeing this, after living through the last Two, what do you see changing going forward? And I don't mean like massive shifts of like economic collapse and the world's going to end and we're all going to die. No, 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 no. I mean like generally day to day, your life. (laughs) Think back three years ago when uh, or two years ago when everything was wrong and the, the president of the United States was wrong and this was wrong and the world was wrong and everything was wrong. Has anything really changed in the last two years, other than the, you know, we're kind of getting back to what it was like prior to uh, the 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 pandemic, the epidemic, the the demic that's going on. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, looking at, have your hobbies changed? Have your goals changed? Your finances probably did. Yeah, but as my dad would say, you're young. You've got lots of time to make more. Now, if you're a bit older, I get you. But if you're older, I would almost assume that you kind of have some money stashed away and or have a partner who can help out sort of thing. I understand, and that's that's assuming quite a few things, I know. But three years from now, you you dig up this podcast, this episode here, or any one of the last week's episodes where it's like Beijing is open, Beijing is closed, what do you think is gonna change? I, I I am interested because I, I, I'm trying to think ahead three years and, and I'm struggling to get through my may you make your movie video challenges because After Effects, oh, that program is so bloated. I can see how it's so powerful, but I can also see why it's a, so bloated. <laughs> like I'd prefer to use Apple Motion, but uh, there are just some things. I was trying to do motion tracking today and I've been working on it all day and I think I'm just gonna reshoot the scene. It's going to be easier, and then redo it. But that's a sidetrack. Anyway, um, so going ahead three years, I mean, in three years, how many more? I mean, that's three more May You Make Your Movies, uh, January's, December Drummies, if I do that again. Not sure if I do March Motion again, but who knows? Maybe, uh, possibly. So these month-long challenges that I've been doing, three more each, I mean, that's substantial time investment, uh, commitment into this, and not only that, if... I pass my HSK-5 test next month, then three years plus, you'd almost assume that my Chinese would be better in three years. And will I be able to use it on a daily basis? Will I still be in the country that uses it on a daily basis? Very good question. So three years from now, what do you think? Where will you be when you message me about this episode and go, hey, Steve, remember when? (laughs) Good question. I don't know. I guess the only other question I'd ask is like, how many people do you still keep in touch with from three years ago? And I, I mean, it's not even very long. You probably remember, the, remember their faces. You might remember some of their quirks. But have you talked to them? Have you? Do, do you know where they are? Uh, you, maybe you do. Or have they changed locations? Have you said hi lately? good question. Three years from now, what say you? Did another AM language vlog today. And I was um, today I I went through, this is the first one of the 41 that I'm going to do in preparation for the HSK5 test. And I'll tell you, it's one of these things where I kind of go, all of a sudden today, after publishing this first one, I go, well, why wasn't I doing this before? I did try I uh, last year, I think it was. Maybe it was two years ago. It was definitely last year. And I remember mentioning this, that I was going to do these daily or weekly videos of um, just yakking about whatever. And I just, I I, I never, I did a few demos, or a few test runs, but I never followed through with it. And then finally... Like Once I published it on YouTube, I, I started this language vlog channel. You can find it through... not through. Not, it's not very well linked at the moment. It's not because it's, I've been sort of tentative about it. Not really sure um, how I'm going to make it swing and stuff like that. But today, after publishing this uh, latest sort of language challenge, where I, I, I talked for 12 minutes in Chinese. And you can go ahead and, if you want to hold your ears through it, listen to my screechy mandarin chinese i just i basically am talking about um the flashcards that i'm using in preparation for uh hsk5 already i can see some of the failings of my language in that i i I english size i english size a lot of the chinese sentences by using like, like and 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 uh the other one a lot of, uh, I uh, hate it, but there's nothing else I can do to stop the, uh, you know, give that sort of, um, uh, what do you call it? It's a, it's a pause, uh, filler. There you go. It's a filler. It's a, a stop gap basically. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it means that I'm still thinking, but at the same time, I don't have the word right now at the tip of my tongue. And this is very common uh, in, in all languages. But anyway, looking at this, why I haven't... Why? Okay, I know why. My Chinese was shit up until like... My Chinese is still shit, but I'm not as uncomfortable speaking it anymore on video than I was a year ago. Because a year ago, it was really bad. This year, it's bad, but I'm kind of going... If you think it's bad, and you're a non-Chinese naturalized native speaker, I kind of go, show me what you got. If you are naturalized, I go, yeah, I get this all the time. <laughs> like it's, it's just criticisms about, uh, oh, well, you're, you know, we usually say this. i like, yeah, uh, languages evolve. That's my excuse. There you go. Languages evolve, <laughs> right? Uh, of course, I mean, there are uh, rules and regulations for the grammar and the vocab and the tones of this language uh, of Mandarin Chinese. And I'll tell you, it, it, I'm still working on it. Um, And this is part of it. These videos that I'm doing are part of it. And leading up uh, to this HSK5 test, doing 41, 40 more videos. Why haven't I been doing this before? I think I will actually dig up the videos I made last year. And I want to see, oh, how should I do this? Should I do them sight unseen and then try to sort of go through them again? Or should I put them up and then... Watch them live. I don't know. That's a good question. How? Because how, what I want to do is compare and contrast my um, my level. I guess best uh, best thing to do would be to get someone else, a third party, to actually do it. But as I've mentioned before, it's been a bit of a struggle to get um, Chinese uh, teachers involved in this. They just don't want to have anything to do with it. it it's they're like, yeah. It, it, I'm not sure if they think it's like I'm trying to scam them out of a free lesson or something. Like, like first, <laughs> I know personally that um, languages are not learned through teachers. They are learned on your own. And Chinese is one of those languages and if you don't take the, uh, the onus upon yourself, the responsibility to spend the time and learn everything about the language that you can... You're not going to learn it. No teacher is going to force you to, uh, to to learn Mandarin Chinese. It's just not going to happen. Um, but with all that, uh, you know, maybe... I'm not sure if I'd pay someone to do it either. I don't think it'd be worth it. Anyway, you know what? I'll dig up those old videos. We'll have a good laugh together. We'll see what it sounds like. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Probably is that bad, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and then we'll see how I can sort of move forward... On those. With that, I was thinking um, YouTube shorts. Have you ever watched these things? They're like 60, 15 seconds, 60 second sort of um, short videos that YouTube started uh, utilizing last year, maybe something like that. Uh, I guess it's their sort of attack or uh, mimicry of TikTok and Instagram because Instagram is only 15 seconds, but you can splice together a lot of 15 second clips. Uh, in Instagram, TikTok, I think is, I, um, is it up to five minutes, six minutes? Maybe it's more. can't remember. Uh, Twitter is only 45 seconds that you can publish a video. Um, and then, and, you know, are there any others? That I'm forgetting. Facebook, you can go as long as you want to. Uh, but uh, YouTube, shows, so I've, I've been publishing that. And the reason I bring this up is because I was thinking of, I actually had this question about using a colon the other day. It's like, why do you use a colon? I'm, uh, like, you know, it's like, you'd put, like, name, colon, and then you'd fill in the rest of the title. And I was like, yeah, this looks better. And this other person was like, well, why? I'm like, I don't know, because <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, I don't know, Then I mean... I guess you could get rid of the colon. It makes it look more authoritative, more more authoritative. More I don't know. This looks better. Do it that way. Why are you asking me? Well, you're the teacher, Mike. Oh, that seems like a cop out response. To tell you the truth, not gonna lie. But anyway, um, never did figure out why. Uh, I I think they just left it as was, as is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. So I got thinking about this as I'm also going into this still kind of debating about this Delta course, this Delta program, uh, YouTube shorts, even Instagram shorts, you know, uh, creating these little short um, clips of like language tips, uh, whether it's learning language learning English, um, maybe a character in Chinese or something like that, or grammar, uh, grammatical construction. And those Honestly, if it was about the Chinese grammatical constructions, it wouldn't be for you folks. It would be me talking to myself for 60 seconds trying to understand what the grammar point is. Like that's literally what it would be. Can I explain this grammar point in Chinese so that I understand it and I'm putting it out there just just to have the record and maybe some positive constructive criticism in return. So we'll see. I, um, I've been trying it. I, I made a couple today as well, uh, in addition to the uh, the language vlog. Um, and, yeah, it, it, maybe, maybe it's something I could keep on doing. Again, I could give myself a deadline, 41 episodes from now until HSK5 uh, test uh, might be good. Um, I could do an extended sort of yik-yak in Chinese and then do another 60-second yik-yak and then maybe an English tip yik-yak or something. Honestly, I... I There are days like this where I have this vacation time and I go, what more can I create? Because it's not that I can't, it's that I get, my, my brain gets tired of thinking of all the creating, creating, the creation of the creating, you know, and so what I want to do, like what I try to do is when I get that inspiration is do as much as I can, do as much as possible and just keep on going. And then sometimes I sort of get, uh, get myself into trouble because, like, if you start like something like a—I don't know—a podcast, <laughs> and then uh, you uh, let it slip to a few people and they start listening, you're like, "Oh, now I got of feel obligated to keep on doing this." Not a bad thing. With these YouTube shorts, could it be another thing like that? Were in the sixty-second format? If you had a teacher who published sixty-second clips every day. In a, in a, on a platform that you can access, that you routinely check, would that be helpful? I guess it would be. Question is, why don't they go on the Chinese platforms? Uh, very good question. Uh, not sure if you'd listen to the Joe Rogan podcast experience, Joe Rogan uh, experience. Uh, Michio Kaku was on there just yesterday, I think, and uh, as I, I was just finishing one of his books, uh, the other couple weeks ago, The God Equation, and in this, I guess he's in a new documentary, uh, The Terror in the Sky, which is about UFOs, he talks about this in his books, uh, very uh, soberly, very succinctly, uh, and uh, very matter-of-factly, like if there are UFOs, there could be, very well there there could be, because there are, I mean, the universe is so big, Um, now whether or not these sort of uh, aliens would be visiting us, who knows. Uh, and in this particular clip that's on YouTube right now, he's he's talking about the devices or the objects that they see flitting about the atmosphere. Um, they, according to our known sort of laws of physics and stuff like that, you'd be crushed. No, uh, a bo- No body that we know of can sustain, can endure G-forces, like the ones that these these uh, objects are are uh, spinning through, so he says they could be drones, right? And and Rogan could, uh, he he touches on this is like is there is there a possibility that just another government that is or another military that's developing these uh, super secret super classified um, pieces of technology? And I I sort of think of uh, there was a documentary series last year uh was it unclassified uh classified area 51 i can't remember there's something one of the former cia guys was uh, on about um different declassified projects from the 1950s and 1960s and it showed just how far advanced the technology was back 40 50 60 years ago do we have the same thing now i kind of wonder if maybe that military advantage has been eroded because the internet, because the ubiquity of devices and and the open source movement. Before, it was a lot more difficult for people to communicate. I wonder, I actually kind of wonder if maybe the military, although they might have some really fancy stuff that's pretty cool, uh, I suspect that there's someone out there doing cooler stuff than uh, the the military can even dream up. And that when when the military does find this stuff, they go, do you want to work for us? You know that's sort of thing where we're going to take this. You can come from work for us or disappear one of the two <laughs> um i mean I, I said it jokingly, but the idea being that uh you know this u f o technology i don't i don't know I wouldn't believe that there's another um another people on this planet that are able to create such technology that and are able to disguise it that well it it wouldn't make sense i Sure, I guess you could argue if they can fly those things, they would have the sort of covering, the cloaking abilities to uh, cover up that sort of research. But it just kind of, you know, suggests that I like the idea of them being drones, actually, that maybe they're not um, actually bodied, that they're not uh, piloted by any one person or thing uh, or human uh, or sort of lifelike entity, and that they could actually be drones and that kind of makes sense that almost you could make belief of uh if not human made or nearby star cluster right i don't know Something like that. So the other thing that he talks about is these uh, different types of civilizations and I was a little bit miffed because I've read his books for quite a while and he's talked about this in several of them uh, and I know I'm going a little bit longer today uh, but hear me out with the uh, the types of civilizations. So it's like type 0, 1, 2, and 3 and the, the bridge between each uh, type of civilization. He says like we're about a thousand, maybe a hundred years away from, a hundred years away from being a type 1 civilization where we can use planetary... Uh, like the whole planets sort of uh, or the whole suns planetary type 0 is planetary type 1 is solar like the star type 2 would be galaxy or uh, solar system and then type 3 would be like galaxy or beyond sort of thing Um, so type 1 would be star trek type 2 or type 3 is like star wars sort of thing right cool stuff, and he's saying that we're like 100,000 years away from harvesting or harnessing the energy of the galaxy, I go, I don't know I mean, I think that's sort of like a uh, a, a Star Wars era concept of the development of technology because I think I mean, I I think we can agree that neither of us will be here to sort of be the judge of this of the result um, even with modern medicine and health and fitness thrown into the mix, possibly. I don't know. Uh, it would be nice. Uh, but uh, the idea being that, you know, I think we, if we could do it, I think I, I, I have to, I want to be a little bit more of an optimist and say, yeah, we could speed through these types of civilizations. Um, wherein we're harnessing the energies of the planet, energies of uh, the solar system, of uh, the star that we have neighboring, like giving us so much right now, uh, and then moving on beyond our solar system. I, I, I can't help but think, but with all these minds, all the people uh, thinking and collaborating online in the way that they are, it's got to be possible. But then you got to reality check and go, how's that space flight going? <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of dangerous, isn't it? Given all the things, all the money in the world, and all the brain power uh, that we we are flowing through the internet, sure, we can talk about the amino acids and like uh, intermittent fasting and you know what type of kettlebell exercise is best for longevity. You still got to use a rocket-propelled uh, fuel, rocket-propelled whatever it is, spaceship to get up through the Earth's atmosphere into space. There's no democratization of that just yet. No open web 3.4.0 rocket ship. Not happening. Not just yet. So uh, maybe maybe it's off by another 100 years or so. Who knows? Anyway, that was the thought I was having when I was uh, watching this clip of Michio Kaku on the uh, Joe Rogan experience. Uh, I guess it was just yesterday that they published it. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. I appreciate you taking the time, listening to me uh, today and this entire week. I do work this weekend, so I will be busy tomorrow, but uh, I will have another Chinese language vlog up as well. Yeah, if you want to see the one that I posted today, head on over to YouTube, where you can find me. Uh, search my name, it'll pop up, and uh, under the channel of um, language vlog, Steven's Language Acquisition Vlog is the current... Uh, address for that. I will change that probably and make it a lot easier to uh, search for. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great week. Show notes, vids, and tracks up on my website, stevensersky.com. Have a great weekend, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.